3: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to From Good to Amazing. As you're going to be listening to our special guest today, Dove Barron, I'm sure just like myself, you're going to hear of various ideas and concepts in which will move you from a good to amazing life. Most importantly, for you to understand that all of us are here to have an amazing life. Dove, I would like to welcome you to our show today. Thank you so much for being on the show with me.
4: Thank you, Temple. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm, I'm honored to be here. I want to thank you for inviting me, and I want to thank your listeners for tuning in.
3: Well, I want you to know when I, you know, we agreed that you would have the opportunity that you would be able to, with your travel schedule, be on the show today. I watched you on Sally Jesse Raphael. I've uh, read about <laughs> your incredible life, and um, just. How you have moved in your life from having that tragic moment of waking up to a different reality, uh, to just mm-hmm. you know making a difference in so many lives of thousands and thousands of people. Um, tell us, get us started. Share with us how you um, had that moment in your life that that you became the accidental guru. <laughs> well,
4: uh, yeah, it was it was certainly not a plan. I mean, it's part of the part of the trap is, of course, that people. Think that, that they're in control at any moment, and uh, that's that's wh- that's when, <laughs> that's when uh, the creative force of units will pull the chair from under you. In June 1990, I was a highly successful speaker. I was traveling all over the world, spoken in every major city of Australia, uh, Canada, and most of the U.S. I was doing really well, had a lot of TV and radio, and I was doing great. Came back from a from a tour and was exhausted, and, and my manager sent me away to get a bit of a rest. And then on June 1990. I was free climbing, which is, for those of you who don't know, is climbing for the moderately insane. It's climbing without ropes. <laughs> uh, I reached for a rock, which dislodged a bigger rock. And because I was didn't have any ropes, that bigger rock hit me in the face and, bam, sent me down, falling to the earth and landing on sharp boulders below from about 120 feet. That's about 12 stories. I got smashed to pieces. Needless to say, my idea of uh, success and uh, my idea of actually having it all together went out of the window pretty damn fast at that moment. Mm-hmm. Well, but, and just... And it was a stunning point.
3: Yeah, but, and I was also just, all that you had to go through in order to have, you know, a functional face again, I mean... You had to have like uh, six reconstructive surgeries, and I mean the commitment of just walking through all that that you had to go through to get back to a place of feeling like you were whole and healthy uh, by itself was a huge undertaking, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, you know, and I really want to put this forward to to every one of our listeners because I think it's an important piece. You know, my fall was literal. It literally fell off a mountain and got smashed to pieces. But people have all kinds of falls. They fall in in the sense of a divorce or a foreclosure or a bankruptcy or a devastating diagnosis of some kind. There are all kinds of ways that we can fall. And my recovery, my physical recovery was... You know, not not that long. It was probably five, six months, uh, and actually it's now at ten reconstructive surgeries to put me back together. But that that recovery is the is the is the fastest part because you look okay. It's the recovery in the inside, and it was that that took almost two full years of self-examination, of looking inward, and asking two primary questions: which is what did it, what did I need to wake up from, and what did I need to wake up to? Because that's what a fall is. It's, it's what, it, you know, it's that question. Okay, because you get frustrated. And what do I need to wake up to is the obvious one. Okay, I need to wake up to what? But it's also what do I need to wake up from? What was the dream I was living?
3: Oh, I want you to say that again because I know that sometimes when people listen to the show, they like to write down some ideas in which they can journal later because, you know, Mm -hmm. it's one thing for us to be talking back and forth, but for us to do that deep work and people have an opportunity to journal, can you say those two questions again? Because that's that's really good. I know I'm going to write that down myself. (laughs) Tell us those again.
4: my pleasure. So as I said, the most obvious question, when, when something devastating happens, something that is a fall, it, 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 you know the, the, the first question, I think, is the one that ran through my head for a long time, which is, why me and you curse everything? <laughs> why me? But, the, but, but when you start to decide to, to really get that you're the creator of your own reality, and, and that's not all conscious, and so please don't take it that way. It's not all right. conscious, but you've created that reality. So the place to come to is, what do I need to wake up to? So what is it that's waiting for me that I've been in a coma somehow or miss missing the opportunities in front of me? So what do I need to wake up to and what do I need to wake up from? So what is, what is this dream I've been making into a reality that is actually not really what's, what's, what's true or possible for me? What do I need to dig into? So there's a waking up to something and a waking up from something. And it's both sides of that equation that give you the opportunity to break free and become what I call your authentic self or to return to what we call your core, which is your soul, the, the center of your own being. I love that. What do I need that. to wake up from? What do I we need to wake up to?
3: I love that, Dove. That is, that is really awesome. I know that I like to teach from the premise that I used to say, like so many people, you know, I'll be so happy when my dreams come true. But I changed <laughs> that in my own life to say my dreams are waiting on me to come true. You know, so what is it within me that needs to come true, become more authentic in order that I have the life of, of my dreams? Well, I That's I know very well from, said. <laughs> I know that from listening to uh, some of your Things on YouTube, and I would encourage uh, those of you out there in our listening audience today, you can Google Dove, D O V, Baron, B A R O N, and he has just numerous things. And you know, when I was reading about your life, I mean, What I love is, you know, the comments people make because I can tell that out there in the world you you push a few buttons along the way because you tell people very clearly you can have a prosperous life, you can have an amazing life, you can have an incredible life, and, uh, you know, A lot of people just want to stay in their their wretched misery, you know? So, I mean, you're really telling people, live full out. Let's go get them. And um, I really just, for the record, want to just say, good for you. Keep on going, okay? We need more people out like you out there.
4: Thank you for that. You know, you're absolutely right. Uh, I do push buttons, and I'm not ashamed to say that. I push a lot of buttons because I really don't believe that you're allowed to hold on to your excuses. You either keep your excuses or you get your life one or the other. And so we've all got great excuses. I know my excuses are just as good as yours, and yours <laughs> are just as good as mine. And they're just as valid, and, and we call them reasons. We don't call them excuses. I can't do this, Doug, because I've got responsibility. Well, one of the ways to make sure that you never step into your life is to keep owning responsibility that actually isn't yours and not owning the responsibility that is yours, which is your own life. That's your greatest responsibility is to step forward and bring to the world the gifts and the abilities that you have. That's what all of our program's about. We have a whole vast range of trainings that are about you stepping forward into your authenticity, but you can't do that while you're hiding. You've got to step forward, and you cannot make a difference in this world from the closet, kids. Get out of the closet. Step forward. Be brave. Live with courage. Be curious and live with courage. Mm, that
3: That's powerful. One of the things that I liked, um, In reference, I know that a lot of times people talk about near-death experiences and, you know, that was a great paradigm shift 20 years ago and people were talking about Mm -hmm. how people were having a near-death experience. But I know an area that you and I truly agree is that I believe in let's promote more near-life experiences, you know, because there's so many people that... Are living like half throttle are missing the moment of love or you know uh, romance or creativity because they 're not putting their whole selves in uh, your uh, teaching around the near death experience I found to be very interesting, and, and I loved hearing that because it was a whole different take about than what people say of you know angels came and I went into the light and it was all magical and fluffy, and lots of clouds and all that. Um, share with you, with us if you would uh what you were telling your mom about what actually happened when you had the near death call
4: First off let me say you really did your research Gil. <laughs> Good for you that's awesome uh, wow, Well thank you Mhm uh, so yeah, um, you know, I mean, of course, the whole thing with, the, you know, the tunnel of light and the, oh, and the <laughs> angels are coming to greet you and your granny's there to say, oh, you know, welcome to, to this place and all that. That that may be true for some people. It certainly was not true for me. Uh, and one of the things that was true for me was that I really felt like I had to fight to get my soul back in my body, that it was it was a real, it was not just like, you know, you see in the movies, there's this choice and you go, oh, yeah, okay, well, I'm going to go back. No, no, no. I had to. Fight. I had to be willing to fight, and I think that that's probably what makes me so feisty even now is, is I'm fighting for other people to actually get their soul in their body because you know, mm-hmm. they're the walking freaking dead. They're the walking mm-hmm. dead. Like you said, they're having a near-life experience when I have a full-blown experience of life. And for yeah. me, I had to fight to get in, back in my body to actually own this presence, and that became that, – you know, the, the distinction I give, and this for me is, is it – you're either interested or you're committed. There is nothing else. Don't, and even if you tell me you're committed, I don't care. That's really worth nothing. It doesn't really matter. What matters is are you committed? Because commitment shows up in action. And I had to, when I went to fight to get back in my body, that was a commitment to be alive, not an interest in being alive, a commitment. And so I would ask you as, you, as you're listening to this, are you committed to whatever it is you say you want or are you simply interested And that's okay, that's fine, but don't BS yourself. BS standing for belief system yourself. Don't belief system yourself into saying that you're committed when actually you're interested because when you're committed, nothing will get in the way. You will not allow anything to get in the way.
1: Wow,
3: that's powerful. That is really awesome, Dove. And... You teach various workshops, don't you, on this type of program? You have the core affluence system for leadership. You're teaching leaders out in the field to follow your company, Baron Mastery, correct?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. We have a whole range of programs. Um, they re- we do a lot of uh, high-level corporate work. We work with uh, elite mind strategy work with corporate leaders and, and creative leaders in the world. And we also have public programs. They range from Claim Your Competitive Edge, which you can find out about by going to the letter C, the letter Y, the letter C, and the word edge, C-Y-C, com. Or you can go to our main site, which is baron, B-A-R-O-N, Mastery, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y dot com. That's Baron Mastery dot com, and they can find out about all of our programs. The one that we have got coming up is called Authentic Wealth Mastery. That's a powerful program because it really talks about that you have gifts within you that you have your own blind spot to. It's what we call your genius blind spot, and and that is what people are waiting for. People in the, are waiting in the world to hand you over money to know and get what it is that you've already got. And people just don't realize that they're they're, they're waiting for you. Instead, Mm -hmm. we get stuck on this whole thing about the economy and got to keep my job. Instead of realizing this is the most entrepreneurial time ever, this is the time of massive opportunity if you can step into owning that gift.
3: I like to say uh, often on the show that more millionaires were made in the Great Depression than any other time in our society. And here we are again. I mean, this is the time for thriving when you can have so many different creative ideas and, and new ways of doing things and new avenues. And it is, it's exhilarating. And, you know, you're right. I mean, there were people that even before The economy, it started really catching hold that they started using that as an excuse already. Um, you know, sending out their letters and their notifications. Uh oh, economy's coming. So that's going to be the reason that, you know, things are going to be going this way or not going that way. And why is it? Do you think we're just so filled with excuses? What, what is, what is that level or, or with your assessment and working with people and coaching them, uh, all these years? Uh, What is this about, making all these excuses and not really making a commitment to your life dream? What do you think?
4: Well, you know, it's just my opinion, and and, uh, I know nothing more than anybody else. (laughs) However, I will say that based on 27 years of being uh, a mentor and working and teaching seminars and workshops around the world, for me, what it comes down to is this thing called safety. The ego mind loves safety. Uh, As you may know, my background is in a blend of quantum physics, metaphysics, and psychology. And I wrote a dissertation on quantum metapsychology. And one of the things I know for sure is the ego mind wants to keep you safe. It's not a bad thing. The ego is not a bad thing. You're here to experience life. And if you walk out in front of a bus, you kind of end your experiences. So, you know, it limits them. So the ego wants to keep you safe. And it does that by looking at what's the same. And if things are the same, if they suck and they're the same, at least you are safe. So it keeps things the same, and it just keeps doing that. So this is how you hold on to your excuses. And we don't understand that your life only gets juicy when you come to the edge. That's where it gets exciting. Now, that's where it's the highest level of risk. And so we back off when we get uncomfortable. And so one of the keys I want to challenge each of you to do is get comfortable being uncomfortable. Really embrace that feeling. There is a one molecule difference in the polypeptide chain, in the chemicals that are released from the hypothalamus part of your brain. There's a one molecule difference between excitement and fear. It's just a one molecule shift. That's all it takes. And, and that holding on to your excuses is just a way to stay safe. But the problem is when we stay safe, we stagnate. And the cool thing of well, the not-so-cool thing about that is everything in the universe is evolving and growing and shifting. Therefore, if you're not growing, you're dying. So you kill yourself. You literally cut yourself off by stagnating and using those excuses. Stop being so safe.
3: I love that. And actually, you know, in all the years of metaphysics for myself, I've never heard anyone put it that simple, one molecule difference. That's powerful.
4: Thank you. That's all it is for all of us. But that can be a massive one molecule for some people if they're really addicted, and it really becomes an addiction. See, fear is an addiction. That's what most people don't even know, is those, those polypeptide chains that are released from the hypothalamus in the brain, your cells all have receptors on them. And if you produce the victim uh, mentality, which is, a, is actually a chemical release, if you produce the victim, the martyr, whatever it is, mode. Uh, Over and over again, your brain releases that chemical compound and the cells in your body pick them up. And if it doesn't get a hit, it starts to crave them. And you actually will, in that craving, unconsciously push yourself into a position where you feel like the victim. So you've really got to step forward and, and be willing to not feed that drug, really be willing to not give that drug to yourself.
3: Wow, well I'm sure a lot of people even just listening to you for this first few minutes are thinking, okay, let me sit up and make some notes and and get ready. You are so inspiring. I'm Temple Hayes and we're here this afternoon with Dove Barron from Barron Mastery. And we will be right back after a short break. Thank you for being with us today.
1: Hi, this is Ellen Devonport. The Five Principles was my first book, and here's what I've learned as an author. It's nice to sell a lot of books, but it's truly gratifying to know the book is being read, used, and studied in churches and small groups in the U.S. and beyond. And I get a real kick out of hearing that someone gave The Five Principles to friends who aren't in unity. Because The Five Principles are universal spiritual laws. They operate in everyone's life, whether they know it or not. They've been discovered and rediscovered by spiritual masters for thousands of years. God is all there is. We are expressions of God. We create our experience with the power of our thoughts. We align ourselves with the well-being of the universe through prayer and meditation. And we live the truth we know, every day, in every decision. Just five principles, they cover it all. Buy the book at unity.org.
0: Celebrated Unity Minister and author Eric Butterworth tells us The exciting thing is that wherever you may be along the way of unfoldment and self realization, no matter what the problems or challenges you may face, there is always more in you. The mystery of God in you, the Christ in you, which means your potential for healing, for overcoming, for prosperity. There is no limit. Join us each week for discovering Eric Butterworth, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Central Time with host Reverend Tom Thorpe, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world.
2: Thank you for tuning in for From Good to Amazing with Rev. Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at amazing at unity.fm. Now, here's your host, Rev. Temple Hayes.
3: Welcome back, everyone. I'm sure that if you didn't already have a pencil and piece of paper that you were writing notes, that because you're listening to Dub Barron with me today as he's sharing concepts about his life, um, I'm sure that you've gotten that pen and paper during break. That that's for sure. Um, Dove, I love what you're talking about of that you literally fell in your life, and yours happened to be noticeable because you you know actually fell uh, while you were free climbing. A lot of people are falling slowly uh, because they're not participating, mm-hmm. or a lot of people. Um, You know, are are falling one day at a time. One of the things that I wanted to highlight that that you said is when you talk, you were talking about that there are a lot of people that are appearing like they're they're walking asleep or they're on automatic pilot or one of the things i like to highlight when people get all caught up in ages and numbers and stuff like that we have a lot of uh, young people today that are already old um we have a number of people in our society that definitely just need some good old uh, native american uh, celtic shamanism soul retrieval you know to to come back to life and 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 wake up um mm-hmm. what what are some of the um ideas that you would bring to the table that you feel like, you know, motivate people to get them past the, okay, well, you know, maybe that would be a good idea to actually jumping in full speed ahead?
4: Well, the, the, for me, it's, it comes down to as simple as if you, you don't have to jump in. The only option you've got is you can, as I said, you're either committed or you're interested, so you're either in your route. And so for me, it's really simple. You know, you're thinking about all the things you want to do, and you're talking about that. And the first question I would ask you is, who are you going to for input? Are you talking to people who are where you are? Because if you are, that's your biggest problem. You've got to first look at who are you talking to. Don't talk to people who, if you're in a marital breakup, don't talk to your friend who's in a marital breakup. My goodness, they don't have great advice for you. They're going to feed you with the same nonsense that got you into the problem. Talk to people who are in phenomenal relationships. If you're struggling financially, you need to talk to people who are, who are making it and doing phenomenal. So that's the first thing you've got to get is you need a mentor. You need coaches. You don't just need accountability partners. That's a very good thing to have. But if you just have that, they may be holding you accountable to being where you are. So my first piece is this. Again, this is important to write it down. Surround yourself with people who support your dream. Not finished yet. So maybe you write this in the personal because that's the best way to get it. S- I need to surround myself with people who support my dream, not my reality. Mm. That's a big distinction. You don't want to surround yourself with people who support your reality. Your reality is where you're stuck. And you need to support yourself with people who can, who can uh, support you dreaming bigger. And that is likely to not be many of the people you surround yourself with. So reach out, get a mentor, get a coach. And, and by the way, if you can't afford one, guess what? Then you'll always be stuck. You need to be able to make sure. You, you know, I know I've spent my rent money back in the day to make sure that I am surrounded by the right people because that makes all the difference. When I was struggling financially and a long time ago, I, I, I constantly used the I can't afford it. And there are only three excuses. I haven't got enough money, I haven't got enough time, or people will think I'm crazy. All three, all excuses boil down to those two th- they, those three things. So guess what? You'll never have enough time. There'll always be something else to do. You'll never have enough money. And, and some people are always going to think you're crazy. So the bottom line is, make the time, because you know when something's important, you do. Spend the money, because you know when something's important, you would. And listen, the people who are going to think you're crazy... They're the people who you don't want to be around. Those are the people who are not going to be able to support your dream.
3: Well, the funny thing is they may think you're crazy today, but when you go down the road and you have the greatest relationship, you have the prosperous life, you live on the water, you can do anything you want, whenever you want, then they uh, come back to you and ask you for advice. You know, it's all relative, isn't it? All all alone. (laughs) (laughs) It's all all relative. But, you know, that is such a a great um, statement and also so true uh, for people that want to move from good to amazing, I found that to be true in my own life because I could do. I always had the money for everybody else. I always had everything that I needed to help take care of everybody else. But when it came to myself, because I had developed this way of apologizing for myself or that sense of unworthiness, I wouldn't spend the money on me. When I became a prosperous person, was when I started paying for the coach, uh, paying for the massage therapist, um, paying for the counseling, whatever I needed, you know, to improve my life. It was putting my best step forward and actually putting the value into it. Because once I started putting the value into it, my life started to dramatically change, change more than you know my wildest imagination. Uh, and has still continued to. It's so important that you're willing to make those investments. That is your savings account for yourself. Is improving you.
4: You know, you just said something that's a very important piece, and I really hope that the listener got that. And that it, that is about value. You know, Dr. Christian Northrup, who I'm sure you're very familiar with, who is a wonderful, wonderful teacher, says, "Until we value ourselves as much as we value others, we will always struggle in our lives." We value everybody else. We value taking care of everybody else, but we don't value ourselves. And until you step into that level of value for you, you know, if if somebody needed something and you could see that they needed it and they were like, you know, I really need your help. And it was somebody you loved and cared about. You'd find the money for them. Why wouldn't you do that for yourself? Why wouldn't you find the time for yourself? Why wouldn't you give you the advice you'd give to somebody you love and care about, which is bugger what everybody else thinks. Let's just go, go do it because this is your life.
3: It's so true. It's so true, and um, I've talked to a lot of people throughout the country that you know, the more that they honor the time for themselves, the more time they have, and the the wealthier and healthier they are because they're just saying to the universe, "Wow, I am awesome, and I deserve it," and it just comes, you know, a hundredfold.
4: You got it. Got to value yourself so that you can actually value others. So this, so my line on this, and this again is worth writing down if, if you find it valuable, and that is this, it is so important for you to become centered self, because centered self is not self-centered. Centered self is not self-centered. What that means is you come from a place of being in your own center, in your own core, from that place, you actually add value to the world. But you cannot serve others if you're not fueling your own tank. So fuel your own tank. Serve. Make sure that you are centered self so that you can serve others.
3: You just have so many beautiful sound bites. I'm like, goodness, what? Okay, give us another one. <laughs> 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 I love the way you put things because it's just so crystal clear. You know, it just gets rid of all the all the other mumbo jumbo stuff that can get in the middle of that and it's just to the point and I think that that's so essential for people learning today Um, I was using a story not too long ago in one of my talks about you probably heard it about the students in Penn State that you know knew they were smart and they didn't have to um, study for the chemistry test and they didn't make it back because they went out partying instead and they told the professor that they weren't there because they had a flat tire have you heard that one, Dove? Mm-hmm. And the, so then they're no, telling, okay, and so they're telling the professor they had the flat tire. So he said, no problem, you can delay your test to the next day. And so mm-hmm. uh, they all go into different rooms. They go to take the test. The first question's worth five points, you know, something around chemistry, and they knew the answer right away. And then for ninety-five mm-hmm. points, it said, which tire was it? <laughs> <laughs> and oh. so, <laughs> and I, so I love that because it's like, it's, it's really, it's exactly what you're saying. 5% of our lives is equated to what we know. The 95% is what you do with it. We have more information than we've ever had, but what are we doing with it? You know, what are we using our, our lives for? So, anyway, well, I thought I think,
4: you would like I that one. It- I do, and I think you're absolutely right, because I think you just said something that's profoundly important, it is, is I think that the, the, the massive, a massive amount of information that we have nowadays is actually in many ways a hindrance For most people, it stops people from moving forward because what they end up with is information overload. And what we need to go is from the information age to the implementation age. We need to make that shift from information to implementation. And so what we, you know, like you said, I offer a whole range of programs, trainings. And one of the things I ask people to do, can't make them do, but I ask them to do, is I ask you to not to actually go on an information diet. And that is while you're working with my programs and the, and the, and the knowledge and the sharing that we give with you, I ask you to not take in other people's stuff, not because it's bad, but because I want you to actually absorb what it is first. And what happens is we get conflicting evidence and conflicting information, and this creates a paralysis. We end up with analysis paralysis. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to stop getting information for a while and actually take implementation. Like what is your, let you listen to this, you know, whether you decide to come to any of my programs or not, whether you tune into my radio show or not, what, you know, whatever it is you, you do with me or not, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is, that's fine. Let's just start here. What is your favorite personal development book? Whatever it is, do yourself a favor. At the end of this show, go get it, pick it up and turn off all other media, and that means don't read any other books, don't listen to any other, any, any other audio or videos, just go through that book and take notes and look at what you can apply that you have not applied yet. Because it's only a great book if you're applying it. Once you've done that and you really think that you've got value on it, then move to the next piece, just as a simple practical experiment for yourself to see how much more you've got to learn by implementing rather than informing yourself.
3: I love it. I love it. Oh, you're so cool. I'm just so glad that I've had the opportunity of of meeting you. It's so true. My partner and I, we went to uh, Puerto Vallarta, um, Mexico, and, you know, had to make, go to great lengths, you know, to get there and be out of the country and blah, blah, and get there and under the thatch hut, and you know, coloring and, you know, going to ride with the dolphins, going horseback riding, blah, 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 you know, and it's so funny. It's like sitting there, it's like, we have all this at home. <laughs> you know, we have all this at home. The only difference is here we've given ourselves permission to enjoy it. And that is such a, a key thing uh, that you're saying, you know, your favorite book or whatever it is. It's like you just give yourself permission to have it and, and to be in it and and. Many people are aiming for something, uh, to get something, or to have something, when it's it's already there. It's just opening up and allowing it to, to unfold.
4: You got it. Taking the time to actually absorb and then implement what it is you've got. You got
3: it. Uh, do you travel a lot throughout the States and the UK, or...
4: Yeah, I speak all around the world. I've spoken, as you said, in, in all th- uh, throughout Australia, uh, a little bit in Asia, um, certainly all over Canada and the U.S. all the time, and I'm always always traveling somewhere. I spend a lot of time on the West Coast, uh, backwards and forwards uh, to L.A. and Vegas and places like that. Where wherever I'm speaking, I'll be in Chicago next month and Toronto next month as well. So I travel a lot. Love best- traveling.
3: The best way for people to find you is to sign up on your website, Baron Mastery.
4: Yeah, if you go to BaronMastery.com, that's again B A R O N M A S T E R Y.com, that's www.baronmastery.com. That's a great place. You can also go to my blog, which is my name, D O V b a r o n dot com and you can also catch my radio show by going to radiodov dot com so r a d i o d o v dot com and uh, hopefully we can get these posted on the site uh, on temple Hay site and uh, you can find out about them there's all kinds of great ways to tap in for for anybody who's interested in what it is we offer we've got lots and lots of great goodies for you.
3: And I'm sure you're always teaching concepts on there of moving from good to amazing. I have no doubt about that. Um, for, really, our listening, absolutely, that's it. for our listening audience today, um, what is like uh, something that obviously you feel passionate about life and, and people really achieving their goals and their dreams. Um, what are some of the area, other areas that you feel so strongly
1: about?
4: Um, there's quite a few actually, but you know, for me, probably the most important thing of all is which is my life's mission, which is returning people to their authentic self. It's it's, it's not that it went away, but uncovering that, giving yourself permission to come back to that place, the, the place that is the, the soul of your very being. You know, one of the things that that I, again, this is a good one for people to write down is we trade our authenticity for approval. We trade our authenticity for approval. And when we stop doing that, you come back to life. You come back to something far more important, which is the very center of your own being to your own core and all the value that you have to offer. So that's I'm very passionate about that. We're involved with many different things. We're involved with... Uh, whether it's raising funds for for Africa, which we've been doing this year. Uh, We've raised money for Rain City Housing, which assists the homeless. Uh, People who are actually on the streets who want to get off the streets, um, not the people who don't, but the ones who want to, we assist those as well. We're very passionate about that, and I'm very passionate about relationships, and I think that that's the key to the new economy. People think that it's about offering a better deal or being cheaper. No, it's not. It's about relationships, actually knowing how to offer relationship to people. When you go out in the world, go out in the world being committed to being of service and being in relationship with people and making that difference. From there, that's when really cool stuff happens. That's when you really become wealthy beyond your imagining is to really be of service with others.
3: And that's what I'm loving about the work that you're doing out in the world, Dove, is that you know, one of the core beliefs that we teach in unity is um, cause and effect. And and what we know is the relationship you have outside is always going to be equal to the relationship that you're having inside. And that's what I like about the work that you're doing and radio shows like yours and radio shows like this one. And, you know, the spiritual teachings that are out there is helping people to understand that you get that relationship with yourself that... That centered self, I love that instead of the self-centered mm-hmm. but the centered self that's really good <laughs> but you get that intact because that's always how your life is going to be it's the relationship that you have with yourself we're listening today with dub baron from baron mastery here on unity fm and we want to thank all of you and all of our various countries that are following us we are in 27 countries now with our unity wow. online radio and so we are delighted that You are listening to us today, and we will be back after this break.
1: Affirm the good that flows within
5: you and stretch to reach your divine potential with daily inspirational messages from Daily Word.
0: In the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus took time for prayer, contemplation, and conversation with God. This example of Jesus struggling to accept the path before Him has inspired humanity through the ages. Just as Jesus prepared Himself for His final ordeal and ultimate triumph, I prepare myself for challenges with prayer. I affirm the aspects of my personal and spiritual nature that I want to express more fully. At the same time, I am fearless in examining the ways I do not yet apply those qualities in daily life. By staying prayed up, I make wise choices in all that I think, say, and do. Every challenge becomes an opportunity for new growth and transformation. And every blessing becomes a lesson in the power of prayer.
5: Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. A one-year subscription to Daily Word digital magazine with audio is only $9.95. That's less than three cents a day to start your day right, centered and connected to the truth within you. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com.
2: How is life working for you? Would it be okay with you if it got easier, simpler, yet more meaningful, more vibrant? Join Reverend Carla McClellan, Tuesday afternoons, for Spiritual Coaching, Creating a Vibrant Life. Each week, Carla visits with leading-edge coaches as they explore the sacred purpose and stunning results of this exciting and emerging coaching model. Together, they reveal the secrets and successes of this transformational process. Call in and join the discussion as Carla creates a safe and sacred space to dialogue about real life and real world transformations. That's spiritual coaching, living a vibrant life with Reverend Carla McClellan. Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to From Good to Amazing with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes.
3: and thank you everyone for joining us and again i just want to thank all of you so much for promoting this show and remember as these shows touch your lives you can easily twitter or facebook them with your friends and family and and share the great message because that's the reason myself as well as dove and others do what we do is we're really committed to being part of this changing and awakening world this is the most exciting time that we have ever lived isn't it dove
4: i think it absolutely is and i think all the panic that people are going through is because they're actually not stopped and paid attention to the fact that this is the time of opportunity step into that opportunity you can't do that if you're sitting in fear so get curious you know think about kids kids are enormously curious that's the key to your wealth your abundance and really a lot of your joy is actually get curious about your life
0: Well,
3: tell us some of these other great sound bites that you have because you have so many and they're just, uh, (laughs) I'm loving it. So uh, give us some wisdom from what are some of the other concepts you think about when you think about moving from an ordinary life to an extraordinary life?
4: Well, here's another one for you that I think is extremely important for moving from, as you said, that ordinary life to an extraordinary life. What that means is, is really you've got to be willing to be a leader. And, and the first thing you've got to know about leaders is leaders go first. Leaders don't wait for everybody else. You've got to be a leader if you want to really get to the life you want. So leaders go first. Leaders don't have excuses. Leaders go first. And here's what I want you to know. Now, again, you might want to write this down. Every leader, and when I, I'm not talking about political leaders. I'm talking about being a leader in your own life. Every leader, every genius, every star must face the pull toward mediocrity. There are always going to be those who pull you to mediocrity. So every leader, every genius, every star must face the pull towards mediocrity. That pull will keep you from your own brilliance because it's your need to be accepted. Again, coming back to what I said before, you're either giving up, you're, you're either trading your authenticity for approval or you're standing in your truth. Remember, no greatness was ever achieved without opposition. And here's the key for you to get. They never remember the name of the critics. They don't remember the name of the critics. They don't. Like, I can assure you that Leonardo da Vinci, Mozart, Beethoven, Martin Luther King, Gandhi, any great person has had critics. I don't know the name of the critics, do you? But I know the name of the people who made the difference. You have to be bold. You have to live with courage.
3: Mm, that's a great insight. And I believe it was it was Einstein, wasn't it, that said, "Great spirits always." He didn't say sometimes. He said great spirits always meet violent opposition from mediocre minds.
4: You got that right. <laughs> Again, this is the, this is this is the desire. Of, you see, you know, were you talked about it earlier when you talked about why do people um, walk around in this coma? The, the thing about it is that we human beings is part of our part of our. Um, uh, being in the physical form is that we want to belong. We all need to be connected. We want to belong, and that's that's cool and that's important. The tra- the trap is to look at if you don't look at where you're belonging, and so what happens is those people who are protesting your growth and your development and your stepping forward, you know, God bless them. they they're not they're not horrible people. They're, they're people who are just not wanting to lose you as part of their group, and you have to decide if you can afford to be in that. Environment, And this is one of the things I say to people all the time, and people are kind of shocked by it. But you've really got to take a look at And I encourage you to do this. Let me, can I give a little teaching spot here? Is that okay? Please, go for it. Okay, so, so here's, I want to give you this because this will give you a pr- profound insight, and we do this actually in, in some of my trainings. And that is this. I want you to make a list of the five people you spend the most amount of time with. You cannot include children. The five adult people you spend the most amount of time with. Write down their names just their first names, and in the column next to it, I want you to write down on a scale of one to 10, this is, I'm just going to use one category here, which is wealth. On a category of one to 10, I want you to score them at wealth. So how would you score them? And of course, I know you don't have their accounts, so, or you probably don't, so you're going to have to guesstimate. How much do you think they make? 10 being whatever you think a 10 person is in your life, so they maybe make a million dollars per annum, and I'm just using that as a number. If you've got that, And you mark those people, score each of them. When you've scored each of them, add up the number and divide it by five. It's very simple. So John scores a three because he only makes this. Um, Charlie makes, he's an eight, he makes this. You know, whatever it is you score it at. And average that out and make that number. Now score yourself. And what you'll discover is you're pretty much close to the average and that's your resonance field. This is what I wrote a dissertation on. This is what your resonance field is. This is what you're resonating out into the universe. And if you're surrounding yourself with people who are not in the resonance financially that you need to be in, you need to find other people to be in around money. It doesn't mean you have to dump your friends, but it does mean you cannot afford to have money conversations with those people who are lower resonance. You want to have your conversations. You want to get yourself around coaches and mentors and groups of people who are resonating at the level you want to be at. That is going to awaken your soul and your spirit and make you realize what it is you're actually capable of, which is far more than you've ever dreamed of.
3: Mm, that's very powerful. And it, it's so true, and it, it alludes to the fact of what you were talking about earlier, that there are people that receive coaching from people that have never achieved an area of relationship or finances, wealth, and those types of things, but yet they get influenced by them. I understand you have a book. Are some of the teachings in the book, Dove?
4: Yeah, we've got. Uh, I've got several books. Uh, the latest one is called. And get ready for this. It's called. Don't read this unless you want more money. <laughs> I so love don't it. read this unless you want more money. And I, uh, I would highly suggest that you read it. One of the things we talk about there is the same thing that we go into, obviously, at a great, much greater depth of one of our live events, which is called Authentic Wealth Mastery. But one of the things we talk about there is, is, is finding your genius blind spot, how to bring that to the world. We talk about finding the resonance that you've surrounded yourself with and stepping into a much higher level of resonance, one that will actually empower you to, to step into a greater level of affluence in your life not just financially, but every way.
3: Do you believe that everybody has the potential within to be a genius or that they already are? They just need to remember it? What is your, um, what is your belief around that?
4: Um, I love what Einstein said. If you, assess, um, if you assess a fish by its ability to climb a tree, you will surely think it's an idiot. Each one of us is a genius. It's just that you're not looking in the right place. So you've got things within you that are genius, without a doubt. But if you're focused on what you're no good at, i.e. a fish climbing a tree, then it's easy to make yourself wrong or bad or whatever it is. Instead of coming back to what is the genius you actually have? And you'd be surprised. I mean, I I see this all the time. You know, some of the people have got – just an example. Some of the people have gone through Authentic Wealth Mastery, the program. Some of the people – actually, some of the people who read my book – by the way, you can find a book. Don't read this unless you want more money on Amazon. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it all over. Just, just look it up, but it, it's there for you. But we've had people who wrote to us. one lady who wrote to me who you know had a passion for quilting. And this lady makes approximately just under a quarter of a million dollars a year Coaching people on quilting, something she thought no one would have any interest in. And I've got to be honest with you. Something that I would have never thought people <laughs> would be paying for. Like, Me you was know, my bias. <laughs> like, its totally my bias. And here she is. People are lined up to pay her lots of money for her to coach them in quilting. And mm-hmm. she's, she's making a very nice six figures with that.
3: Isn't that fascinating? I would have never thought that either. Quilting just seems like, you know, something that you do on your week when you're in a cabin, your last day. That's fascinating. (laughs) But but there is a need. There is such a need. There's a need for so many things and gifts and talents that people have that we just haven't thought about
4: or they haven't thought about. And that's why I was saying that this is, like you said a a few minutes ago, this is the most exciting time. People are concerned about the jobs going away. They forget that 30% of the jobs didn't exist as little as six years ago. And what's more is that America is a country that, you know, it's got attached to jobs, but we are the entrepreneurs of the world. We can teach entrepreneurship to the rest of the world, and we have to step into being entrepreneurs first. And that means taking that risk, stepping out, being courageous, being a leader, going first, not abandoning your ship, but building a bridge to the next world. Once you build your bridge to that place, then, of course, you can burn the ships.
3: Tell me, Dove, what are what's a couple of your secrets of what do you do for self-care? Because you have, you know, that really high energy. How do you maintain that? I'm always curious.
4: Well, one of the principles that we teach is that there are four quadrants to life, whereas the body... There is the mind, there is the emotion, and there is the soul. So, what I suggest to everybody, and I certainly do this myself, is each day I must do at least one thing for each part of each one of those things. So, each day I meditate, each day I work out, each day I feed my mind with uh, powerful information, and each day I write, whether that's as creative writing or as an expression or whether it's a writing to express some kind of crap that's going on inside of my head that I need out rather than it rambling around in my head. So i have got the emotional clearing as well. So each day I, I meditate, I work out, I read, I write. I do something for each one of the four quadrants every single day. And believe me, I don't know anybody who's busier than me, and if I can make time for it, you can certainly do that.
3: And isn't that true, though? It's, it's what we laugh about sometimes, that if you want to get something done, you ask a busy person.
4: It's so true. It's so true. I don't know anybody, you know, I don't know. I I know so many people who are doing bugger all who tell me they can't do it. They haven't got time. And all the people I know who are highly successful, here's here's the thing I think most people forget. People have this idea in their head that wealthy people don't do much. I know a very lot of very, very, very successful people who are very wealthy. And, And we get up earlier than anybody else, and we go bed later than anybody else. We work more than almost anybody I Everybody I know who's highly successful, when you talk to them about weekends, they don't know what you're talking about. And part of the reason for that is not because we're driven to make more money. It's because we're impassioned about what we're doing. So when you're getting up in the morning and it's Sunday and you go to work to do what you do, when you, st- when you stand on your platform as the rev and you, you go out there and it's Sunday morning, you're, you're impassioned to share what it is you want to share. It's not like going to work. Yeah, there's a lead-up to it, there's, there's a workload, but you're sharing something that makes a difference. Is that right?
3: That's absolutely right, and I I love it, and I haven't felt like I worked at J-O-B in a very long time. And I think that's one go. of the great secrets of what you're talking about, is that when you're really being true to your life and your passion, um, it doesn't feel like... Uh, the work word just kind of goes over to the side. You're really just showing up and being who you are. You just show up to different venues and do the same thing. And I think that's exciting about the work that you do as well. I just want to remind everybody.
4: you from that soul place.
3: Yeah, absolutely. That, that soul place that you are destined to be in to live. It's truly been a pleasure today to have you on the show. It is incredible. Amazing that already an hour has passed. It's gone by so quickly, Dove. I've really enjoyed being with you on our show today. And thank you for participating. I want to remind everyone that you can sign up for uh, Dove's website at Mass... um, Barron, dot B-A-R-O-N, Mastery.com or you can google Dove, Dov D O V B A R O N, and you can discover him on the internet. Thank you so much Dove, for being with us today. I'm Temple Hayes and we'll look forward to you joining us on our show from good to amazing next week. Thank you for joining us.
2: Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Pacific on Spirit of Recovery, where we talk about what keeps you growing only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Ever have those days when you think life isn't all that you thought it could be? Well, it's our thinking that creates the canvas of our life's masterpiece. When we are ready and willing to step into a new way of thinking, our world literally begins to shift and grow into something bigger and brighter than we ever imagined. Hi, I'm Jamie Sanders, host of Spirituality Today here on the Unity Online Radio Network. Be sure to join us every Wednesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern to hear in-depth conversations with leading teachers, authors, and musicians in the world of spirituality and new thought. Listen in and open up spirituality today, where life keeps getting better and better.
5: Are you ready for the next steps on your spiritual path? If you are, you won't want to miss The Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien from the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose, California. Essential insights and practices from the ancient yoga science of self-realization show us how to live healthier, happier, more balanced lives. The benefits of spiritually conscious living start now.
0: What would a human life, based on the principles of an evolutionary spirituality, look like? Reverend Kelly Isola wants to talk with people of every faith or no faith at all to passionately participate in the next great epic in the emergence of consciousness and culture. If the choice is ours to consciously evolve, then what can life look like at this pivotal time in human history? Join us each Wednesday at 11 a.m. Central Time for Spiraling Consciousness with host Rev. Kelly Issela, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw. And on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind, Body, Spirit FM podcast network or wherever you find your podcasts.